Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. We'll do it live. And what a show today. We got plenty to get into, and we're going to do it just in a moment. So keep it locked right here for the next three hours on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. My man Rob Parker's in with me as always. What's up, man? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard? How are you on this TV theme song Thursday? I am great. I am great, man. I'm doing well. I had a good day. And, uh, you didn't have a good day yet because you ain't get beat up on the radio yet. So it's just an okay I, day. I have yet. That's never happened. Like, uh, when, oh, yeah. when in the world have I ever years. been beaten up on the radio? You don't, think, you don't think we got three million downloads because you got an easy day every day? <laughs> no, we got three million downloads because I'm smashing you on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah. <laughs> nah, man, it's good to be on. I'm looking forward to the show. Antonio Brown, that story won't go away. Uh, we got Kyrie Irving's debut, of course, last night. Uh, Zion is in Portland uh, with Nike. Uh, I'm envious. He can you know, stay there. it's, it's always that? a trip up to port to Nike when you go to Portland. Well, especially like when must. you're an NBA writer and you just got to show your ID and get in. Because I had Absolutely. to buy three duffel bags to take home what I bought. No, it's it, it's it's crazy. I'll never forget it, it, that trip to yeah. the uh, Nike factory in Portland. Uh, it was the play. Uh, no, it was the uh, was the All Star game. It was either All Star well, Game in Portland yeah. or a playoff series. Maybe it was a playoff. So you've only been there once. That was the only time I really was okay. able to go. Yeah, that one time. Yeah. yeah, as a beat writer, you know, going up there regularly, I was there a few times. So, uh, but nice. yeah, a- absolutely great trip. We got Sarah Kustock, Yes Network, and Fox Sports NBA analyst joining us. She calls games for the Nets. So obviously, wow. she's got great insight on Kyrie. So that'll be good. That's at the bottom of the hour. And of course, Shekel. City. All right, Rob, let's introduce the crew and then get this party started. DJ Alex Tyshirt making the rare appearance with the odd couple. My goodness. Thank, thanks for joining us. Hey, you know what? Hey, you better pipe down because you ain't going to be here tomorrow or Monday. So just Hey, Rob, what are you doing? I'm just saying. I didn't say it, Alex. Rob did. Remember Sorry. that when we do Tyshirt's Tower wow. Trivia oh, in hour wow. number three? <laughs> I feel like Rob Parker's mouth? that guy. We're like, Rob, can yeah, I vent to you real he... quick? You know I got you. And then the next day he's like, oh, but he was complaining about this. <laughs> we got super producer Rob G in the house. And on the updates, that's right, the loquacious one, Mr. B. Finn, Brian Finley. Um, last, Rob, last we spoke... Antonio Brown had just released his book. Should I call it a book? 
uh, his statement or on what Lisa went Pantley. down. Yeah, exactly. What went down. And my take was this, and it's it's somewhat similar today. He has no credibility, right? His credibility is at zero because he has a track record of abysmal behavior, a track record of behaving with low character, not high character, and a track record of not telling the truth. So if he can prove his allegation, I'm willing to give him a chance. All of that just that I said doesn't mean he couldn't be right in this instance. So I'm saying, well, you laid out some things in your letter about your injuries, the MRI, you named the doctor, uh, you you got you claim to have text messages and so on and so forth with you and Bruce Arians and you and the GM and all of that. If you can prove all that and those things are provable, there should be evidence, then maybe we got a different story. It changes the context of what we saw on Sunday. Doesn't make it right, doesn't make it excusable, but it does change the context and could make it in my eyes, could make it at least a little better. Um, But today he is, you know, he's released some private text messages, Rob, and from him and Alex Guerrero, he released some Instagram posts where it looks like he's taking shots at Tom Brady, who's really been the one guy in his corner these past few years. Um, He released one one of the tweets with Alex Guerrero that he released, Rob, actually had his own banking information on it. I saw like it. his banking it. checking yeah. number and, then, and, and then the routing right. number. Yeah, didn't delete it. My point is this. A.B. is doing too much. Like, when he released the statement last night, okay. To me, Rob, if you're to be taken seriously, you release that statement, and then you go to the Players Association – or you go to the league and you file a grievance or begin the process of whatever it is you want to do. But he's now this, all these childish tweets and stuff he's done to me, is just taken away from our ability to be able to take him seriously. Cause it's just childish stuff. And so, um, you know, the Buccaneers responded, Rob G, can you read the statement from the Buccaneers? And give us a synopsis of what's going on, and then Rob can take it away. Yeah, well, there were two updates. One of them was a report to ESPN where they suggested that um, not only were they not trying to cover anything up with Antonio Brown's injury, but also that uh, him and his representatives had sought them out before the game on Sunday, a couple of days before, saying that they wanted his bonus incentives guaranteed. That he don't have to earn them. So that was that was part of their statement. The other part of it came out again on a Thursday afternoon after uh, the slew of social media posts by Antonio Brown. Here's what it said in part. While Antonio did receive treatment on the ankle and was listed on injury report the week leading up to last Sunday's game, he was cleared to play by our medical team prior to the start of the game. And at no point during the game did he indicate to our medical personnel that he could not play. We have attempted multiple times throughout this week to schedule an evaluation by an outside orthopedic specialist, yet Antonio has not complied. Maintaining the health and wellness of our players is of the utmost importance in our organization. All right, Rob. What do you think? Chris, you can have them. 
I mean, you could give them the benefit of the doubt and all that. I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. Which is fine. I'm no, saying I'm just I'm saying. You said you're, you're open to it. That's fine. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm done with the A-B. You just laid it all out. His past, his track record, all the stuff. It's everybody's fault. It's Mike Tomlin. It's John Gruden's. It's Bill Belichick's. It's Bruce Arians. It's the Bucks. It's the Raiders. It's the Patriots, it's the Steelers, it's the Doctors, it's Guerrero, it's the, uh, the the woman who cashes my check at the bank, it's that person, it's the, uh, the, 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 the masseuse, it's the woman who licks toilet seats. I, it's everybody's fault <laughs> except his. And no matter what case, Chris, if you, if you have a case, and, and just because... The the lawyer comes out and oh yeah he's got a lawyer and he's got this and he's got that he could have just put it all out I think you're right go to the players association go to the league file a grievance and show them the evidence you don't have to do anything else right you don't have to do one other thing Chris pub you don't have to win public opinion file a grievance with the union where's that take your teammate. And get a statement and say, I told Bill, Bill so-and-so, Jones was right next to me when I went to the medical staff. He heard me tell him I had a bad ankle and I couldn't play. That's all you got to do. He don't have any of that. He didn't, he didn't act as if like he was a player who was heard. I can't. He could be right, Chris, but I'm not, I, I, I can't. I'm not buying into any of it because his actions don't make sense to me. They just don't. People have given this guy the benefit of the doubt. I don't want to hear people talk about, oh, you know, second chance. He's gotten eight chances. Stop it. Stop. At some point, can he be held accountable? The same guy who had a fake vaccination card he's hanging out with Bruce Arians who's come back from cancer three times what kind of guy is that he lied he's a liar proven liar I'm sorry I'm not I'm done I'm not standing with AB I don't care what the the uh outcome of this oh you see the you know the uh uh Bucks haven't released them, so there must be something. That they released well, they them today. Yeah, no, I know that now. was the right. that was what was going on. Oh, right. you know they haven't released them because you know they know that they're covering this up. And I've heard all the stuff, and well, I'm look, not saying, Chris. I've told you before, I'm not a Bruce Arians. I wrote the column. You saw it. I said Bruce Arians was part to blame for this. Him and Tom Brady. I've already said that, but in this case, I'm not buying. Not one iota, not one scintilla of what Antonio Brown is selling. Go to the Players Union and file a grievance. Go to the NFL office and file a grievance and present your evidence there. Period. Yeah. Um, I think reasonable people that wanted to at least hear both sides. That's where I was. I want to hear both sides. I'll give you your day in court, so to speak. He released a letter. It was well written. It was well put together. And he pointed out some things that 
you know, if true, could change my view of things. Again, there's no excuse in what he did, but if he went to Bruce Arians and Bruce Arians knew how injured he was and was like, Coach, I can't go on the ankle. Uh, I'm not safe out there anymore. I felt it, you know, when I was out there. And Arians looks him in the eye and says, you're done, and slashes his throat and get the F out of here. If I was in that situation, then I I wouldn't have done what Antonio did, but I probably don't sit there and watch the game in my uniform on the bench either. I probably walk to the locker room. I don't make a spectacle of myself and strip, you know, down to my waist and do jumping jacks in the end zone, but I ain't rolling with that. But what he's done since releasing his letter, and that's the thing, be an adult about it. The letter was like an adult letter. What he's done since then is like a 12-year-old, and that's the problem. I said from the get-go, it's hard to believe this dude. He doesn't have credibility. You're not going to believe him. But if he's got proof, that's another thing. And the way you prove it is, like you said, you go to the Players Association, you go to the league, you handle it responsibly. You don't come out here and try to win over public opinion. He already, Rob, has a lot of public opinion on his side. Maybe it's just Twitterverse, right? Maybe it's just people on Twitter that really in real life wouldn't support it. But whatever the case, Chris, he got this, some people in his corner. There's always going to be because people are always going to be against the establishment. They just want, they right. just want him. You know, like like that's just a given. It doesn't matter what it is. The government could give out hundred dollar bills and they would come up with some reason not to take them. Because they, they're giving you a hundred so that they can track where what, what what you're doing with the money. Like they would right. come up with they would. Right. They would come right. up with some well, reason. Case in point is what's going on with the vaccination. Right, exactly. Like there's always some ulterior motive no matter what. Oh, I wouldn't take that government cheese, you know, is probably uh lace to make us sterile. People are starving. You know right. what I mean? Like like right. seriously. I so those people can always be on board. You'll always find uh, a, a segment of the population. Nope, nothing's going to be 100%. Uh, Christ could come back today, Chris, and, and wave to the uh, masses and say, I'm back, and somebody will say, uh, come up with something, you know what I mean, to dis- dis- oh, yeah. disclaim him or Look disprove him. No, I'm and just it saying, ain't even a worship Wednesday. It isn't, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I just know how this thing rolls and how people are, and that's fine. If you want to... If you if you want to, they came up when, when you remember when the lawyer said, "Oh yeah, well he was vaccinated and 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 we can prove it." And if I and if I'm wrong, I'll do this. And then they proved it was wrong, right? Right. That he right. wasn't vaccinated. Right. All right. Well, let's get to the listeners. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Does any part of you believe Antonio Brown in this whole ordeal? This whole convoluted spectacle with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Your turn to win with the I Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex 
twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, you know what this means. This means it is a TV theme song Thursday. Rob Parker's favorite song, favorite show, all that. All right, 877-99 on Fox. You can start calling in now if you want to weigh in on Antonio Brown. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and if you're dealing with a dead battery, one place to go is called AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. They offer free services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, folks, go to AutoZone, your battery solution, and the number one battery destination in America. Your turn to weigh in on the eye, couple Antonio Brown, where you at? All right, and Alex, I love that to kick off a TV theme song Thursday. Let's go to Rob and Texas. You missed it. I did all that while you were sprinting to the to your microphone you know, to make the segment. I, I got so I much mean, to do. I did you all know, that. Like I'm just not sitting around lounging. Uh, Rob in Texas, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Rob? Oh man, uh, man, I'm, I can't believe I finally got through to you guys. I'm a truck man. driver out here in San Antonio, Texas, man. We're Good to have you, Rob. Trucker Rob, like that, like the other truck driver. Uh, guy. Oh, Trucker Rob, right, we got right. you. We got, we got you, you yeah. man. We appreciate you. Trucker Rob, yeah, uh, I love you guys, and, and, I, and I like the way y'all go at each other, and I agree with either one of y'all sometimes. You know, days I do, either one. But I have a different take on Antonio Brown because I, I've heard all the reports. I hear everything about the media, about what he's done. And, you know, for me, ever since he's messed over at Pittsburgh, uh, Raiders, he went to New England. It's all about money with this guy. Money, money, money. If he went to those people in Tampa Bay and, and really told them, hey, uh, I want to get my incentives, can you guarantee this and that? And they said no. Well, then he went out to try to get his money, and he just screwed up his ankle more and more and more because he's really trying to get it. And he really tried to get that money, and he just blew it out. So finally he threw a tantrum, and he said, yeah, that's it. I can't go anymore. So he has to play it this way. Because he couldn't well, get that money. No, nah, that's a money. good point. It, it does seem like, Rob, it's very plausible, easy to believe, that the money is what sparked this whole thing. They went to the team said, look, we want you to just give us this. Without, whether I reach the incentives or not, give us the money. And once they didn't, that sparked the outburst. That's what that, that's easy to believe with his past. Well, well, of course, and... There's a reason they give you an incentive-laden contract, Chris. They're not going to give you the money. That's why you signed that deal. Right. Okay? So they're not going to, at the last second, uh, say, oh, yeah, no problem. No. No. It's incentive-laden for a reason. And you got to reach those goals in order to get paid. Uh, Shannon Sharp made a great point, Rob, on Undisputed today. He said, if you notice Antonio's pattern, Pittsburgh, the Raiders – the Patriots, and now here in Tampa Bay. When he when he knows you don't need him, he's fine. But once he feels like you need him, yeah, right? Now Godwin's hurt. They need me. Now I'm not just icing on the cake. That's when he goes off. And it seems to be true. Sean in Vegas, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Sean? 
Hey, how y'all doing, man? I'm a first-time caller, man. Y'all my favorite show on right Thank you, man. Thank Appreciate you, brother. It. Good to have you. Yes, Sean. Um, what I got to say, man, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a diehard Raiders fan, and I've been following all the Raiders reporters on Twitter. And that year, that couple months he was with us, I mean, he put us, I mean, he put us through it. And that's why I don't really believe anything he does. And I, I kind of feel like how Rob feels. Bruce Aarons and Tom Brady, they could have ended this in the bud with that fake vaccination card. Yep, could have been over. Should have been over. Yeah, it would have been over, and they just kept on enabling him. And I, when I knew you kept on saying, Shannon Sharp said on episode, it's going to blow up in their face eventually. Yep. And it, and it did. And that's all I got to say, man. I really appreciate you guys. All right, hey, Sean, up. appreciate you. Thanks. Thank you. Call again. Let's squeeze in Mark in Sacramento, Chris. We're on the, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Mark? Going on, gentlemen. I agree with that that <laughs> caller that? right before me. You know, right before me, he said it perfectly. He was here, and the thing about money, he was guaranteed. I do believe about thirty five million dollars with the Raiders, and he thirty. Yeah, he that down. He Remember, he that, needed to play yeah, in that he game. He flushed that down yep. the toilet. Yep. He flushed it down. So all about that money. How come he flushed the thirty million dollars down the toilet? No, this is bigger than the money. He's got behavioral issues. He lashes out. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm afraid to say, but when his football career is about over, and I think it is, I, I, I am afraid to think what's going to happen. He's a train wreck. I'm, a, I'm afraid for the boy because no, he's going to yeah. just lash out. I really am. A lot of I really people am. said that. That yeah. beyond him just being a knucklehead and all guys that. I talked to yeah. NFL guys, either former or whatever. I talked to a few players. They said this is not going. This is going to end very oh, badly yeah, no. when he can't play football anymore. Guys are praying for him. Real talk, like no. for his safety, his health, health and well being. Forget playing football again. Just his life. All right, we got Sarah Kustak coming up. We're gonna shift gears and go to the Nets. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Search FSR to listen live. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and our next guest, I'm so excited to have her. She's from the Yes Network, does a terrific job calling Nets games for Yes, and now a Fox Sports NBA analyst as well. We welcome in Sarah Kustock. Sarah, how are you? Sarah, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for having me. It's great to talk with both of you. Yes, Always. it is great to have you. And as Rob said, Happy New Year. Let, let's get right to it because there's so much to talk about. We saw last night's game. Kyrie played terrifically. Just get to it. How do you think long term this is going to work out? I am optimistic for a couple reasons. Uh, and it starts with the fact of how seamlessly he and the other players had fit together in the limited time that we've seen them together. And I say other players, namely the big three, of which uh, they didn't have a lot of runway the last season, including a playoff, play 14 games together. Um, just how they were able to be so effective offensively along with the complementary players around them. And I think, you know, for those reasons and then tacking on the fact, I think that the biggest challenge and adjustment in my mind is going to be for Steve Nash and his coaching staff, figuring out how to balance rotations, combinations, lineups, how that looks when you're on the road as opposed to home. And then some of the other players who will bear the the heavy brunt of their roles and their responsibilities, their playing time, uh, their touches changing 
when Kyrie's in and when Kyrie is, you know, when they're playing at Barclays and he is not right. in. But those players, like, that's a Patty Mills, who is a vet, a pro's pro, who understands how to be flexible and fluid. That is uh, DeAndre Bembry. And, um, you know, you look at the other players this may affect. And I think given the circumstances of this season, the uniqueness of really the past three seasons, Guys are so used to players being in and out, lineups changing, who's available, who's not available. I think this is in some ways par for the course of just how teams have adapted. Um, and so to me, that's why I believe that with the other, if everyone's bought in, if everyone embraces it, that they'll be able to figure it out. And if, if you could take a talent like Kyrie's half the time, um, then it'll, it'll bode well for the overall impact of the season. Sarah, let me ask you this. Kyrie seems contrite and thankful and kind of feels like, just from the the comments and what I've seen, uh, but I'm asking you, because I doubt he talked about this, but how important is this for him and, and his career going forward and legacy from the standpoint of, you know, I don't know how many owners could really, like, feel confident signing him to a big deal, say if this doesn't work out or I don't know, there's some issue or just something just from all the stuff that's happened, whether he's taking personal time off, whether he's not getting vaccinated and, you know, the team is not whole. Uh, Like if it works seamlessly and they have success, it probably can clear up or or help his image a little bit. Do do, do you agree with me that like this – for going forward, for people to feel good and that they can count on Kyrie, how important is this season? Yeah, I'll frame it. I'll frame it this way, Rob. To me, the comments that he has made when he first spoke to the media when he came back to practice, and then post game last night, it, right. I think you're spot on in saying his gratitude and gratefulness to be back with the game. I'll add on the layer of I, I'm not sure Kyrie even thinks you know, about the, it maybe does, again, this is my perspective, about legacy, about what's happening next. I think that one of the the things that stood out most in his words when he was talking about returning and coming back and being welcomed back was that he he said uh, it it was something of the effect that I, I knew what the consequences of my choice would be. I wasn't prepared for it. And I think that just his, being away from the game, and not just being away from the game, but being away from his teammate, watching him on the bench, watching him around the guys, watching him as a teammate, as a mentor, as just doing the things that he is so accustomed to doing throughout the course of not just his career, but it's a part of his life. Uh, to me, I think that was a, a real perspective last night, his dad being there, um, just being back to, to doing those type of things is what makes me think that, you know, in many ways this has allowed him to reflect and step back of what the game means to him, what he has given to the game, and just what being around the team and and those he calls brothers and those he calls family, uh, how much that makes a significant impact uh, on him. And so that's why, you know, I, I think what happens moving forward, that's for anyone, uh, you know, anyone to guess of how this impacts um, just a greater portion of his career. But I think right now it is singularly focused on this season. He's talked about it 
taking it day to day and figuring things out and hoping that they'll find a way um, that he'll be able to sort this out. I, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if it's something. Well, point, not with the way the coronavirus is. Right. I don't know right. at some point. It ain't right. changing. Yeah, he, right. right. It's gotten worse. But right. but I don't know if, if he changes his mind. You know, there there's a right. lot of things, I, I think, for, for us to think that we could – you know, make assumptions on what's going to be what the, what life and things and in the league is going to look like in a month from now, two months from now, um, how things will play out come playoffs. I still think there's a lot of runway for things to change between now and then. Sarah, I heard uh, KD and Harden after the game last night talk about how good it was just to have Kyrie's vibe in the locker room and his spirit, his energy. I feel like you're around the team virtually every day. Um, I feel like Kyrie, of the big three, that he's the strongest personality. And I feel like he kind of is the leader. I know they haven't designated a leader among those guys. But I really feel like he brought life last night to the team. And I just feel like he's more energetic in terms of being a leader than Durant and Harden, who maybe they lead by example. Um, But I feel like he brought some life and vigor to that team that I don't always see when he's not there. Is that a fair assessment in your opinion? I think so. There is a juice and an energy that is undeniable when Kyrie is around, when he's on the court. Uh, CB, I'll go back to when Kyrie first came to the Nets, and this is when uh, Kevin obviously was still hurt in, in rehabbing. And to a man, every player, coaching staff talked about the compete level and the spirit and how the dynamic and complexion changes when Kyrie steps on the court. And I think we saw some of that last night. And some of that comes through just his, his creativity on the floor and how he plays and the dynamic nature of his skill set. But I also think that is a part of his personality and uh, the fervor that he brings to the table. And I, and I don't think that that is – I think he and James and Kevin all have unique personalities that are all different from each other. But there is a really nice blend when all three of them are together. And I think match that with a lot of a veteran-laden team, whether it's Patty Mills or LaMarcus Aldridge, all of these guys that are familiar with each other and friends with each other – and embrace it. And then some of the young players, you know, whether it's uh, David Duke or Cam Thomas or, you know, some of the DeAndre Benbury, the, Nicholas Claxton, these guys that um, are bought into what these veterans are talking about and leading like and saying. And so I, I think that's why, to, to your point, circling back to Kevin's comments or James' comments, just that type of character and the insertion of that and the energy need. Because frankly, the, the Nets, you know, they're coming off a three game losing streak. And frankly, against some teams that were undermanned and probably games they should have won, and it was it was a spark and it was a change. I think just in in the feel of the group and the juice of the group, and I think a lot of that came um, just from Kyrie being around and, and from his attitude and from his mentality of being back around the team and back with the game. Sarah, last thing we only got about thirty seconds. Joe Harris had the ankle surgery was supposed to be out four to eight weeks. How much do they miss him? I mean, this guy was the best shooting percentage-wise, three-point shooter in the league. How much have they missed him? Immensely. Immensely. It's been yep. huge, Rob. I mean, 47% shooter, space right. the floor. Biggest dynamic, I think, of why the offense has looked different lately. I mean, you can't say enough about what that does and what that opens up for his teammates. 
All right, Sarah Kustak, Yes Network. If he Fox made a couple, Sports, NBA if he made analyst. a couple threes against Milwaukee, they would have won that. So he couldn't make a basket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you and the rest of a lot of a lot of this nation is think of that. No, really. Right. I mean, you know, Mike, they were like. <laughs> There was one on the elbow in game three in Milwaukee. You know which one I'm talking about. He's wide open. Not even a three, a two. Wide open. And he just couldn't make a shot. I don't know. Okay, Sarah, thank you. Sarah, great to have you. Keep up the great work. We'll talk to you You soon. You guys are awesome. Have a good one. Yep, see you. Shekel City is next. Keep it locked. Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Been watching. All right. We're live in the Fox Sports Radio studios on the TV theme song Thursday. Is that Growing Pains, Rob? I was going to say, is that a show? I don't know. Is, is it Growing Pains? Alex? Or is this uh, was that growing? The, that one with Cameron? What was it? What did it? What it's growing pains, bro. So it is growing right. pains. Cool. I thought. I thought that was pretty good. I, you know, I watched. Yeah, it I knew here you would watch that. I, I, I saw a little bit of it in reruns, just a little, but I never watched it. All I remember is the, the family's name was Deceivers. Is that right? Chris? Yeah, right. And then Cameron, Kirk Cameron, is that his Kirk name? Kirk Cameron the, the and who's the other guy? Who's Alex the Ball, Alex a Baldwin. One of the Baldwins was in that. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. It was, you know, it wasn't great, but it was, it was good. Uh, real credit card questions require real people, people that understand your issues and work with you to resolve them. And quite frankly, that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives that are available 24-7, 365. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Speaking of common sense, C-E-N-T-S, because wow. that's about all that Rob earns on Shekel City. You it's time what? for Shekel City. <laughs> Two, Shackle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. I was rolling until yesterday. I got killed yesterday on Shackle City. Shackle City, and that's of when course. you went on with all the obvious bets. Wasn't that yesterday? Yeah, it was like it was ridiculous. Well, hold on, you went with the Nets. They won. No, they won by eight, not eight and a half, Chris. They won by oh, eight. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, that was a killer. They won by eight. I, w- I couldn't believe it. Uh, wow. But, uh, yeah, Shekel City, of course, uh, soon to be sponsored by Caesars Sportsbook. All right, Chris, here we go. Uh, I was 0-3 last night. I told you about that Nets game. Ooh, uh, Celtics huh. minus two. I'm taking the Celtics minus two at the Knicks. The Warriors without Steph. Steph is in a terrible shooting slump, Chris. An awful shooting slump. It's terrible how bad he's missing. It's been awful, Steph Curry. Okay. I don't uh, know Steph's about in that. his shooting. But uh, he's not slump. shooting as well this year. Yeah, he's not. Um, I think part of it is because what? 70% of his shots are from three. Is that what it is Thir- now? 13 of his 20 shots. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's, that's that's a lot around Chris. here. Wow. Yeah, 13 of his 20 shots are threes. Wow. So he's shooting 39% from three, which is pretty, you know, that's good. Not great for him, but it's good. Very good. But that's going to bring your percentage down. You right. Know? It Overall, is. 42%. All right. Uh, I got, and, and Draymond's not playing tonight, but I got the Warriors plus one wow. at the Who Pelicans. Playing? Pelicans. Oh, Pelicans. Yeah. Okay. At one. And then the Pistons, who shocked 
Who'd they shock last? Was it Milwaukee? Yeah. yeah I got the, it was Milwaukee. I got the Pistons. Um, I'm sorry. The Pistons are playing at the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm taking the Grizzlies minus 13. There you go. This, so there's the parlay. Wow, the best wow. bet is the Celtics minus two. Uh, I'm taking the Warriors plus one and the Grizzlies minus 13. Remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm just telling you who I'm betting on. Remember that with your life. You heard he was 0-3 last night. My goodness. All right, Rob. Um, Best bet was 0-2 going into last night, and the Nets almost won. Almost. You know what they say about that. Close. Yes, yes. Only cigar. What is it? Hand grenades. Hand grenades. Horseshoes and, and hand grenades. What is it? Horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah. And pregnancies. I said that. Wow. I had pregnancies. That one yeah. Almost okay. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, Rob, uh, Ben Simmons, there was a report that – the Knicks have discussed Ben Simmons, you know, which isn't, isn't a revelation, right? I mean, of course, every team worth their salt would at least discuss him, right? you got to do your due diligence. Right. That's all. Kick the tires. Yep. Ask some questions. You never know. You might catch him on a bad day. Don't you remember how the 49ers got Garoppolo for nothing? Right? You just right. keep calling. And right. One and day, Belichick, finally Belichick was mad at, at the ownership and said, I just gave him away. Right, right. But here's the thing, Rob, and and you can speak to this as well as I can because you worked in New York too. Honestly, man, I don't think Ben Simmons wants any parts of New York. And I don't mean he personally don't want to go there. He might want New York as bad as anything. Like, I want to play in the Mecca. He shouldn't want any parts of New York, Rob. I'm serious because you know the New York fans – they, they're knowledgeable basketball fans. If he thinks Philly they will fans are tough, right. which they Thank are, you. I always say the three toughest places to play, Chris, and you know this because you've traveled and been New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. In no yep. particular order, those are the yep. three hardest cities. Absolutely. In L.A., I've been here for five, going on six Soft. years. No, fans Soft. love their teams, and they're kind of forgiving. Great media, but, yeah, they're, they're right. different. They, they're not, they don't go after but, it. Like. But the fans in those three towns, not having it. Not having it. Yep. And, that, and that's the thing. Like, Rob, they would tear him apart. They would. I'm sorry. And not only the media, and, and you know, it's similar. Those three cities you mentioned, I think, where, is where the media go hardest at you. Um, and I just think that it would be a disaster for Ben Simmons to go to New York. Now, they really don't have any way to get him either, right? They don't have a bunch of young studs they can ship off to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons. So that, it's not happening. But I'm just saying, like, I if I was running the Knicks and I could get Ben Simmons, Rob, I wouldn't bring him there. I just don't think he can handle the environment. And especially what he's been through and all the right. other headaches. Chris, is Alan Thick was the father, not Alec Bowen. Oh, okay. A- Alan okay. Thick on, on okay. Uh, Growing Pain. That was really uh, sticking in your craw, huh? That was no, like, no, no. My, my buddy, my buddy like, Andre from who, Detroit. Who is this? No, my oh, buddy so, so, Andre from Detroit. He said, okay. Chris is saying, what? Alec Baldwin? So you he and your boys, y'all were big. Y'all, y'all sit around and talk sitcoms a lot, huh? <laughs> That's what, <laughs> they do sitcom trivia. <laughs> Keep it locked. Whatever. Ah, whatever. 